Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards-Johnson. Ned, yesterday something happened that I... I still haven't fully gotten to the bottom of how I feel yet because I think it's devastating, but I also think it's one of those kids are resilient, it's a water off a duck's back type situation. Okay. Yesterday, we got summoned to uh, the Carrie, my partner, the boys' school. We got summoned there on on the very, very uh, lovely, which I don't know if my parents got back in the day, but the mm. heads up that one of Carrie's boys was getting an award at assembly. Yeah, any time I got a call home or any time that anyone was like, hey, let your parents know they need to be here tomorrow, I knew that it was bad. The seven-year-old's reading has been improving uh, out of sight. That's awesome. He's gotten That's a merit so certificate. He's cool. gotten a merit certificate. Um, My God, I, I, all I wanted when I was at school was a merit certificate. Me too. Me I too. wanted one so... I don't think... I think I got one in the six years I was in primary school. So the um, the school, great. Oh, I've been to a couple of assemblies now because the boys... One, one one time they hosted assembly, which yeah, was great. That's and cute. It's fantastic. Uh, love going to assembly. It's very, very cute. Um, but yeah, Carrie's got a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old. And uh, at the beginning of assembly, the nine-year-old came in and saw us... And he is, A, old enough, and B, smart enough Mm -hmm. to put together that there's a reason we're there. Yeah. And he has immediately gone, am I getting an award? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So he knows. He's not- Not realizing that, no, but your younger brother is. Yeah. (laughs) Someone, yeah, no, but someone is. So I felt awful because the whole assembly, I'm sitting there going, he's waiting for his award. He he thinks he's getting an award. That really sucks. (laughs) That's not nice. Well, not not nice, but not not kind in a the universal sort of way. The only mercy here was that the younger brother was getting the award, yeah. so he got to know instantly. Oh, it's probably not likely we're both getting awards yeah, today, so yeah, it's not yeah. me. It's, it's him. Done okay, fine. Early. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was clapping. He was happy for his younger brother. That's lovely. But you got to imagine. And I will say, this assembly went for some time. Yeah, he was sitting there waiting. Waiting, waiting, yeah. waiting. Probably practicing how he'd walk up. Yeah, some of the kids, saunter. some of the older kids, do the like slapping yeah. the high fives as they walk down. Yeah, of course, like he's your thinking, LeBron James. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? What's my little <laughs> flair on getting an award going to be? Just some clicks of the fingers, and some finger guns. Yet the award never came. <laughs> Poor bud, you should make him an award. Well, he's the king. I always say that. That's my little nickname That's for him. He's just, he's just the best. But he did. No, no. Yeah. His reading is fine. He didn't need an award. God, I was such a narcissist. Every single time I'd go to an assembly, I don't know if you were the same, but every single time I'd be like, this is the week, baby. Mm. And then, like, literally, like, I'd forget that a day ago I was, like, shoving scissors into the roof and yeah. just seeing how many the roof could hold before it had collapsed. No, and what's I'm like, for you? This is my week, guys. Yeah. And I would be, like, like hyping people up. I'm like, Aiden, it's going to be me this week. And he'd be like, weren't you, like, gluing closed people's, like, bunks and stuff? Yep. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, that that's not my overall vibe. My overall vibe is it's fun. an award winner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I am. <laughs> yeah. In my core, I'm an award winner. Exactly. I'm an award winning. I'm I... a golden boy. So... Terrible. Terrible yeah. that the nine-year-old yeah. had to sit there this whole time waiting for his award that never came. But what's also terrible, as I keep discovering when I go to this primary school, and keep in mind, I went to, as a kid, my dad moved around a lot, so I went to about seven, eight schools, and they yeah. all did this differently. They all had a different rule. The boys' primary school is a two-verse national anthem school. Oof. Oh, when I hear that beneath our radiant solid cry, yeah. I'm like, God, for come what? on. For what? what really? Are we doing do we for? need to do this Who's again? This for? Who is Just this the for? one verse. Who is this for? I go with an Olympic rule. <laughs> Yeah. Only what we do at the Olympics. That's all I will sing. It is time for tomorrow's code word for Friday, the 2nd of June. Pink in Paris. The code word is... 
Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. It's kind of code words this morning. Yeah, but Moulin yeah, Rouge. It's, still, it's fine. Tomorrow's code word for Pink in Paris with Carrie and Tommy, your exclusive podcast sneak peek. The code word will be for the 2nd of June, Moulin Rouge. Aldi, apparently rolling out a change that, in my opinion, is well overdue. Okay. I frequent a few Aldis. Sometimes I frequent the Canberra, the Canberra Centre Aldi. The Casey Marketplace one's pretty good. I often frequent that one. I sometimes frequent the Gungahlin Aldi, and on a very rare occasion, the Majura Park Aldi. And for some, oh, actually, for some reason, the Coleman Court Aldi as well. Okay, yeah, right, I love right. getting around to the different Aldis because good. when the special buys are out and they're very well uh, enjoyed, such mm. as the Snow Sale, for example, yeah. diversifying your Aldis can help you find what you're looking for, especially in the right sizes as yep. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. If you check out a few Aldis, you can find things that are sold out in other ones and all that sort of stuff. It's good gear. Um. The thing that is well overdue that is being rolled out, not at any of the ones I just named. I've not seen them. Maybe there's some in the ACT that have them, but not at any of the ones I'm frequenting. Self-serve checkouts. Okay, like at Coles and Woolies Coles and, and Woolies, yep. yeah, yeah. So okay. the reason these are overdue is because Aldi, for me, is still one of the last great bastions of um, a social experiment in that... If somebody can see you coming with two items yeah. and they have 55 items because they're doing like a weekly shop, yeah. it's still a game that you have to play with a stranger as to whether or not they're going to do the right thing and let you go first. Like you can just go first. You've only got I'm two items. Be here for 20 minutes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I find is the Aldi customer, by and large, never does this. No. Sees you and goes, eh, screw you. I was first. They're worried that I feel like you, it's like, because of the way Audi's sort of laid out, I think that people get worried that you're just going to take stuff out of their carts and just like, so like if you're waiting in line any longer than you have to be, someone's just going to walk by and be like, oh, that's a good deal. I might yeah. have that. And it's like, no, 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 I already got it. All the special buys, it, it implies such a cutthroat nature of like, I need to get them first yeah, because yeah, there's yeah. only limited stock. Exactly. That Aldi runs a, it's everyone for themselves policy, no matter when, just when you're in the store. That's 100%. the policy. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's well overdue for these self-serve checkouts because I'm sick of dealing with people like that. Where I've because Aldi also have great flowers. So sometimes yeah. when I'm in, in the in the dookie with Carrie, I'll go and buy some flowers from Aldi. Lovely. I've only got the flowers. And usually I'm also running late to see her. Yeah. And then somebody will have two trolleys full of stuff. And yeah. I'm like, just let me go first. You can see what I'm getting. Just let me through. Whereas please. now the self serve checkout solving that problem. Yeah. Well overdue. Don't understand why they've done it. And then I started to realize the customers I've just spent two minutes bitching about mm. is why they haven't done it yeah. because apparently they rolled them out to certain stores and people have been taking to social media to vent relentlessly about how loud the machines are. Really? Their customers don't like how loud the machines are. I'm trying to think of like the Coles and Woolies ones now and I don't remember them making a single sound other than like maybe like please check your bagging yeah. area or whatever. Place is item. that what they mean? Is that That's like what the- they're talking about. The narrator to the machine is apparently too loud. Do we think that it is actually too loud or do we think that just because they haven't usually had to like be used to being told off by a machine that they're just not liking it at all? No, I think and I've been and I am one by the way so yeah. it's like when people make fun of Volvo drivers but they drive a Volvo themselves. I don't think the machines are too loud. I think Audi's customers are too insufferable. Yeah, that's and what that's, that's what yeah, I okay. actually yeah. think is happening. And anybody <laughs> fighting this, yeah. the only people who have a right to be angry about these self-serve machines, and by the way, a very strong right to be angry yeah. about them, are Audi employees. Yes, I would agree. I think yeah. you've got every right to be a little angry going, oh, how many of us are going to be affected that. by this? Yeah. They're customers, you should just be loving this. <laughs> Shut up and love it. <laughs> 
Josh, I had something happen that I've now realized is a pattern with, I think it's like different strokes for different folks. I think it's literally everyone has their own version of this. And I don't even know if you can explain why it's better, but I think everyone does. You and I uh, went to just go get some lunch on uh, Monday or Sunday. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. A day. Anyway, we went to sit down. And because I've been having lunch uh, with uh, my girlfriend a lot recently, mm. um, I realized the difference between you and her, but between everyone and everyone else. I went to sit down, and I was ha- I had a drink in front of me, and you sat directly across from me. Yep. We were having a beer. I think that's, by the way, the way to go. You're having direct eye contact with someone. You're chatting. You can see what's going on with them. Great news, too, is if you've got COVID, it's the most effective way to give it to someone else. You're facing each other, spit particles. It's great. Shotgun transfer COVID style. If you want to give somebody else COVID, sitting across the table, a very small table, the way to go. My girlfriend likes sitting next to me. Mm -hmm. So I sit here and she sits next to me. square table situation? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. if we're on like a bench or whatever where we could sit across from each other, she she finds that super impersonal and Mm -hmm. would rather sit next to me. As I said... Hang on, wait a minute. Sorry. So I've misunderstood this. Side by side. Side by side? Yes. Oh, no, well, Carrie and I do the, the, like, if you've got a square table, one corner corner each. each. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm not insane, though. I don't sit next to someone while I'm eating. This is exactly what I'm saying. That is crazy talk. I've seen people do that, and I'm like, how how does that work? Exactly. It's some people's preferred method. Yeah. I just much prefer to sit across from someone. She's saying it's because we look like we're together. We look like we're... It is cute. No one... It is cute. But no one's also sat not five centimetres away from someone else's hands and not had something to do with it. I think the them. other side of the coin, too, is you're also not on TV. Like, yeah. You don't Are need you to look up a shoot. Shot? It's yeah. about sitting, your elbows would be banging into each other while you're eating food. I also think it's because sometimes we get, like, share food when we have lunch or dinner or whatever. So, oh, like, it's, it's easier. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to know on 131060, let's just get a general consensus because I'd much rather what you and I, the way you and I conduct Just across from each other. Across from each other. 131060, get on the phone. Is it? More normal to sit across from each other or sit side by side next to them. Not on a corner, because that's also fine, but side by side. Let us know, is anybody out there a big proponent of the side by side couple sit when you're sharing a table? It feels like I'm sitting at assembly or something. It does. It feels like you're, it feels like you're probably on Australian Idol. It does. Ready to judge someone singing. 100%. I want a big, a big red button in front of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 13, 10, 60, get on the phone. What's the better way to sit? I mean, it's across the table from each other, surely. Well, that's certainly what I'm Get saying. Get on the phone. When you're sitting out to dinner yeah. with a significant other, how do you like to sit? Across the table from each other? Next to each other? On the corners of a square table, which is my preferred option? So you'd prefer that over all three? I like, prefer the corners of the table. I like that. Really? you're sort of sitting next to each other, but you've still got your own eating space. No, nah, I don't like it. I, it's too close. I like across the table. I th- certainly think the general consensus is that next to each other is odd. Tammy's on the line from Harrison. How are you, Tammy? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you, Tammy. Very What's well, your preference you, with all of this? Absolutely across from each other, whether okay. it's my yep. friend or a significant other. Um, I was saying that yesterday I was at the pub and we were sitting on a table for six people and the table behind us was also seated for six people, but three people came in and sat on one side. Very like, strange decision on a bench seating yeah, I was arrangement. Say, were they having yeah. the last supper? That's oh, well, yeah, very, 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 very weird. Why are they all sitting so like that? Uh, I think yeah, it's... 
The other consideration on the bench seat that isn't even remotely about personal preference is the space you take yeah. out. Because in a very crowded pub, yeah. theoretically, one person, one group could be down one end yeah, and one group exactly. could be up the other end. But if you all sit across one row, you're taking up double the space. Oh, and you're having to look across yeah. at mm. another person, your counterpart, as it were. Roz is on the line from Franklin. How are you, Roz? I'm really good, guys. How are you? Well, very good, Roz. Well, what do you, you think Roz. about all of this? Well, I just wanted to add, a psychologist said to me once that if you want a guy to open up, sit next to him wow. and talk. Wow. So maybe that's what this is about? People maybe are more about, open. Yeah, people opening up to one another. Mm. I, I mean, certainly find when I sit that close to someone while I'm eating, open up by the fact that I might accidentally spit food on yeah, them. Or yeah. my elbows are going to yeah, smack yeah, them. Yeah, I'm opening up my it's general a bit of a problem. area. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ned, stupid ideas that you have that you keep to yourself, it's it's often for the best because people would make fun of you, people would think you're an idiot, yeah, all that sort of stuff. That's why we are allowed to have, it's why I think we were gifted the power of having an internal thought. It's Because nice. not all in, uh, thoughts are meant to be external. Some of them are just meant to be like, huh, that was the stupidest thing I've ever thought. Now, I have at varying times and to varying degrees of seriousness claimed on this show that I, um, for lack of a better term, invented Spotify. Yes. Um, because when Apple first had the iTunes music store and you could play a 30-second yeah. preview, yeah. I thought to myself, it'd be cool if you could just pay like a flat fee and yeah. press play and listen to the whole song yeah. and every song. You couldn't keep them, but you could listen to it. Yeah. And then Spotify came along. And I was yeah. like, well, I invented that. I technically had that yeah, idea. Yeah, I just yeah. didn't do anything about yeah. it. I just had no I had no uh, intention to do anything with the idea. Um, the exact same thing's happened again. And now a bunch of people, a bunch of nerds, <laughs> bunch of free thinkers are looking like geniuses and I'm over here trying to convince a city in, in Australia that I thought of this idea six years ago. So you're saying that you came up with this idea six years ago. Yep. Okay, well, hit me with it. There is a structure in New Delhi called Verto, which is a 5.5 metre tall device. Yeah. And what it does is basically acts like a giant air purifier and cleans 600,000 cubic metres of air a day, which is the equivalent to the inside of... Here we go. This is a weird stat. 273 hot air balloons worth of air a day. Okay. From a very polluted area in New Delhi. Yeah. And scientists are saying that all they need to do now is scale this up massively and install like 30 of them around big cities. And you could see a very real difference in air quality based on these giant towers. That's incredible. I'm so on board for this. I love it. Yeah. I had this idea the first time I ever saw an air purifier. Yeah. I was like, couldn't you just make a giant one of these and fix, like, Beijing? Like, fix the most polluted cities in yeah. the world, like New Delhi. Like, these places, Australia, a couple of years ago yeah. when we had the bushfires. Like, couldn't yeah. you just set up six ginormous air purifiers in all of the world's major cities and we all of a sudden have super clean air? Turns you, out, yes is the answer to that question. That. You yeah. can do that. Yeah. They've been doing it. And 600,000 cubic metres of air a day is done by something that's only five metres tall. Imagine if you had a... 30-story one. Yeah. I'm angry. I'm I angry. I had this yeah. exact idea. Yeah, but you didn't. Because, I, I know I didn't, but I did. Because you know who had the exact original idea? Mm. Whoever came up with trees yeah, five true. trillion years ago. Trees are that. Trees are what we're talking about. That's all that trees do. They're air purifiers. So essentially your idea was build a 30-foot-tall tree. I saw the first ever Kmart air purifier and went, yeah. that'll do. Just a ginormous one of them. Yeah. And this if is, I can get a little one yeah. for 20 bucks, surely it's not going to cost that much to build a ginormous one in the scale of a government they can afford. This is like if in 19... I don't know when they started, so I'm just going to say a date and it's probably going to be wrong. This is like if in 1940 I had an air fryer and was just like cooking some chips and I opened it and I was like, you know what, I could start a, I could start a chain doing this. Yeah. And then just went about my day. And then I saw McDonald's and I was like... 
I had that idea. You know, the I problem like is, chips. I've listened to enough business podcasts to work <laughs> out that back in the day, before a lot of stuff was yeah. invented, that is what people did. <laughs> yeah, well, the they new, literally just yeah. went, oh, this hamburger thing's pretty good. <laughs> what if I sold them? <laughs> yeah. And then they're billionaires and yeah. their children are billionaires. And So we've co- cracked down on the idea as you, you were born 120 years too late. I was born late. 120 yeah. years too you, late. You were meant to be the Edison of your time. My and you were just, dumb ideas yeah. have already all been done. That's Everything's the problem. Discovered. It's, that's annoying. <laughs> Ned, look, you've been away. You've yes. been away for a couple of days. You've been not well. Look, your voice is still not at 100%. I would it's say, not. just ha- say, how now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? Yeah, it's probably, yeah. that's a good 65, yeah. 65%. 70%. I'm worried that because, like, I've not literally not been speaking for the last two days. I've just been in my apartment and, like, maybe a grunt or, like, a here boy to Lenny or whatever. Um, I'm worried that this might undo... All the good work, All, mate. Well, I, there's not really any good work that's been. You've done. Just not been doing anything. I've just not been doing anything. I'm gonna. I'm worried it's gonna undo the work. Yeah. Well, look, we we sort of thought Michael and I decided that if you didn't come in today, we were gonna like basically forcibly tell you not to come in tomorrow. Because what's the point? You've just yeah. basically gone for a whole week. So I did we're like, think you that. know, if you don't make it today, there's no point in Friday, and yeah. then we just write off the whole week. I did think that. I was like, if I don't come in today, I'm not gonna go in tomorrow. So essentially, you've had a week off. Yeah, which it felt bad to me because I'm like, essentially, my just my voice, which is the only part of my. Job job that really matters. So, doesn't work. Look, we went down to Tower um, on Friday's show last week for those who uh, have the uh, Tower repetitive injury of us constantly talking about this. Don't worry, this isn't going to be about that. Yeah. But the only thing I will say is my mum watched the video of us doing it and immediately asked how Ned was. Mm. Did not even register that her firstborn and only son had done it as well. Yeah. Wanted to know her, how her adopted son, Ned, was. Is it because I came down early, which made I her a little that, bit more nervous? I think that is why. Yeah. I think that is why. Um, but also, even after I was like, yeah, no, he was fine. He just needed to get out of the situation, and he was fine after that. Yeah. Still, there was no follow-up as to how I was. Yeah. That that didn't come up. Yeah. Like, it just didn't come up as part of the conversation. I guess because you did the entire thing. It was like, yeah, nah, look, you can't have been that bad because you did it all, which just sucks for you because it means you were just brave up and yeah. get less reward. Well, the question that that came after that is not even like it was a how's he doing now? And this was this was on Tuesday morning, yeah. and I was like, oh well, he's actually had the day off work. He's sick. Yeah, and my mum's gone. Oh no, really? <laughs> yeah, better believe it. Like what? What's going on? <laughs> Poor Ned. Once again, asking about you to a level that I'm like, why? He's not your son. Yeah. Like, he's not your son. You don't need to take this this level of care of interest in him. Yesterday afternoon, I got a call out of the blue from my mum. Mm. Call out of the blue, asking how you were. Yeah. Okay. I, I've been... That's lovely. That's when I so had COVID, nice. I didn't get this many yeah. check-ins from my mum. And I yeah. had COVID. Like, yeah. she didn't care. She, at that point, hadn't had COVID, and she lives in a country town, so as far as she knew, it kills people. Yeah, exactly like, right. She's, terrifying. she's terrified of COVID because yeah. no one in town's ever had it. So she was, nah, no calls to me. Yesterday afternoon, how's Ned? Yeah. I, well, uh, she cares more about me than my mum cares about me because oh. I my mum called me, and I was like, hey, what's going on? And she's like, oh, my God, what's wrong with your voice? And I was like, oh, I've, I'm losing it because I'm sick. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, oh, well, give me a call when it's better. Give me a call so when I it's better. I, the last time I spoke to my mum was on Monday afternoon. I love the fact that that was essentially your mum and Canberra's attitude. It's yeah. like, don't come in until you sound don't, okay. Yeah, we you don't, don't want to hear from you. We don't want to hear from you. This is all we're getting from you as well, so we don't want it. Let's swap mums. Great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the way to go. It's it's the, the way, way to solve to this problem. Yeah. <laughs> Ned. Yes. William Shatner is coming to Australia. Great. He's going to be hosting a brand new reality show um, that is going to be set outside of Cooper Pedy. So basically sort of in the outback. We're yeah. talking red dirt. We're talking all that sort of stuff. And it's going to be a reality show where people wear space suits and pretend they're on Mars. 
I was going to say, I was very confused as to why William Shatner would be hosting this. But Mars. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's space-themed. Yeah, it's space-themed. The Trek man. We are, we've decided that certain parts of the outback of yeah. Australia look look akin to Mars, and that's why we can film this kind of a show here. Because of the dirt? Is that what we're it's saying? It's got to be the dirt. Yeah, like Because there's still going to be shrubs and like kangaroos. Foliage yeah. and <laughs> yeah. very, very scary snakes. Yeah, yeah, Like, it's not Mars. No. It's very much a part of Earth. <laughs> well, and also, like, I mean, I really don't understand how it works, uh, and I don't know if we even understand. Well, no, I'm sure we do, because we've sent rovers there and stuff, but, like, what's the gravity like on Mars? Is it just one for one for Earth? Or I you, actually like, don't know. If you jump, because I know it depends on how big the mass is on how much yeah. gravity it has. I actually don't know how much. So I think because Mars is smaller, maybe you have less gravity or whatever. Who knows? But that's the kind of stuff that is not going to be translated. Put everyone on ropes. On Make them a little bouncy. Cranes, yeah, a little yeah. bouncy. That's I what I want. That. Yeah, I think that's what we need to do. Yeah. I don't know if this is an I'm a celebrity situation, or it's just going to be random Americans, yeah. or I don't know how this is going to work as a reality show. I don't know what you need to do to win challenges. Just be in Cooperpedia in your space suit, I yeah. guess, because you will need so much water to make yeah. that work. Yeah, like that's going to be very hot. People are going to get very, very dehydrated. Do you reckon because Americans, um, not to stereotype, but... I would, well, they're stereotyping us. Yeah. They're saying we're Mars. Okay, so I mean, yeah. I would say Americans as a people are not very worldly. When I've been over oh, there God, and I speak yeah. in my Australian accent, they're like, where on God's green earth are you from? I've never encountered anything like this before in my life. So what? Do, and I felt like saying when I've been over to America and they say that, because you're so right. Right, they can't pick the Australian yeah, accent. They're just like completely... What I want to say is, like, half of your famous people are from where I'm from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like all of them are Australian, yeah. and they do interviews in yeah. an Australian accent. So, like, Margot me, Robbie, that, Hugh Jackman, yeah. Chris Hemsworth—they're all Australian. You love us, yeah. So, what's the problem? Oh, I'm just saying because they're not—they're not very, uh, very worldly people. Maybe we get like very rural, like outback Americans. Mm-hmm. Bring them here. Do you think you could actually convince them that they actually were on Mars? Yeah. If you just like put them in a tank and shook it about a beard and were like, and then left them in there for a week, and then you're like, all right, out you go. Do you reckon you could Truman style can make them like? Do you reckon you could legitimately convince fifteen Americans they're on Mars? Now we got a lot of friends who listen from the American embassy and so might be mean, offended by what we're saying at the moment. Yeah. But um, so the answer is yes. Yeah, I do course. believe that. Good, good, but good, good. the caveat I'll offer my friends is uh, my nan keeps that unup to date with technology yeah. and is that unworldly that I think you could do this to my nan. You could and do she this to would, most elderly you people. You could do this pretty <laughs> nearly anybody if you kept them in a tin can long enough. You'd be like, and you're on Mars. Off well you go. Bye. <laughs> Josh, my voice has been non-existent pretty much for the last couple of days. I've been quite sick uh, and uh, was I think I was like starting to get sick and was yelling a bit on Saturday because I was at the wrestling and then it's just gotten worse and worse from there. Uh, but I've spent the last two days essentially not speaking to anyone, yep. drinking tea. I've had more soothers than I think you're meant to have. I've had, I think you about- some super clear nasal passages? No. Because that, that's how you know you're sick. If you're having that many soothers and it's still not getting you just like humming. So what I did, I found out a perfect system, is I would have two soothers, all right? So have two at once. Yep. Then I would have a lem sip, which is essentially meant to like- chronically get rid of your congestion. It's mm-hmm. like meant to have, so there's nothing there. Yes. Uh, I essentially couldn't be breathing clearer air because my entire passage was clean, but it's just my throat was completely giving up on oh, me. Dear. So okay, yeah. not good. Now, um, my mum tried to call me on about Tuesday and I was like, uh, I can't speak to you because my throat doesn't work. And I, I said to her, I was like, I didn't go to work today. So I was like, I really don't want to speak unless I absolutely have to. And you and I have spoken over the weekend probably three times. So let me just give you a call when I'm good. 
the person who has been suffering the most of all of this is uh, Lenny, my dog. Oh, your dog, Lenny. So Lenny is, I mean, I'm sure he's grateful because I've been home the whole time. So, like, he's had company this entire time. But as I said, I've not been really able to speak. And I love speaking to Lenny. I love razzing him up. I love letting him know he's a good boy. I love giving him a scratch and letting him know he's a good boy. I don't speak to him in my regular vo- like much like every single person who has a dog. I don't speak to him in my regular voice. How do you speak to the your girls? Uh, good afternoon, Cosmo. How yeah. are you today? Yeah, yeah. Have you enjoyed being a dog this fine yeah. Thursday afternoon? Yeah. That's how I speak to them. Yeah, perfect. So uh, the actual example. <laughs> now I go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. That's how everyone speaks to their yeah, dog. Yeah. That's how I speak to Lenny when they he's like getting ready. They like a high noise. Dogs seem to respond to it. They just Hypes know that ev- everything's going well. Exactly. Hypes them up, gets them ready to go. Uh, I can't get that high for my... I'll try and do it. No, so, don't don't try and do it. No, no, no. I really want to because it'll really go to show that it doesn't... It's not like my voice is bad. Yeah. It just doesn't get there no, anymore. Can't do it. If I, so I went up to Lenny the other day and I was like, who's my good boy? Oh, God. Who's my good boy? Oh, no. You look at my little lamb. Sounds like you're dying. I am dying. <laughs> well, I mean, we're all dying. But, yeah, I was like, come here, boy. Look at Lenny. He was so scared. He was like, you sound like a ghost. You do sound like you a sound ghost. You like sound the, like the haunted spirit of a woman from the 1700s. Like, what the hell's going on? So I haven't – he's been like – every time I'm like feeling in a good enough position where I'm not sick enough that I want to give him a little razzle-dazzle, or, come on, mate, come up on the couch – I essentially have to address him like you did before. Yeah. Your joke before is actually what I was trying to get to, where I essentially been going around my house being like, and good morning to you, Sir <laughs> Leonard. Very good. I'll see you for lunch, good boy. Try and um, try and say good boy in like the deepest voice ever. Good boy. Yeah, no, see, that's just yeah. creepy. That sounds like I'm Hades saying to Severus, like, yeah. good boy. Good boy. You have fetched me souls today, boy. <laughs> when he's living in the haunted mansion, well, he's actually, that's other. just his day-to-day life. Would you rather Satan or a, a, an old ghost from 400 years ago. bad news. (laughs) The announcements that have been going on as it pertains to artists coming here to tour, it's like everybody that wanted to come here during COVID has decided to come here this year. Yeah. There are so many people coming, including next year. I mean, at GIO Stadium, we're getting Matchbox 20. So it's going to be... Yeah. Everybody is coming to Australia to the point where we're running out of venues to put them in. Well, and I I also think that maybe people realised how much they were spending over the pandemic. Yes. Because whenever you hear artists talk about tours, they're like, it's the easiest way for us to make money. 100%. Maybe everyone is just kind of feeling their back pocket a little bit after COVID and is like, let me get out to Australia. Um... A couple of weeks ago, it was announced that Evanescence would be coming to Australia. Okay. Kudos Bank Arena. They're going to be here. It's August 26th, having a little bit of a tour. And this was billed as the 20 Years of Fallen tour. Okay. So that's the album album that Bring Me to Life is off and My Immortal and all those songs. So 20 years of that album. Not something I needed as a stat in my 32-year-old brain. I didn't need... Pretty crazy. It just... It does show me that I was, like, late to the party on Evanescence. Mm. Like, I wasn't listening to Wake Me Up when I was eight. Yeah. I was, like, probably when I was, like, 10, 11, mm. maybe even 12. Like, it was up until when I was in primary school, I listened to it, but not when I was in grade four. I saw the Evanescence one and I went, that's unnecessary. Yeah. Don't need the date on it. I don't need to know. Yesterday, I got an email alert from my friends at Live Nation because I like to know when the biggest artists are coming. Sure. And I'm saying this in this way because I hope I get free tickets. Yeah. Um, 50 Cent's coming. I mean, I'm excited about that. December, 50 Cent is coming to celebrate what he is calling the final lap tour 2023. What? Which is subtitled with Get Rich or Die Trying 20 Years Later. Hmm. 
once again, not something I need to see on a poster for an artist I'm excited to go see. I do not need to see 20 years celebration, 20 oh, years yeah. later, 20 years of whatever. Yeah. Gyroscope. I, this is a very deep cup of Gyroscope are an Australian band. They're touring at the moment for their album Breed Obsession. This It's a 15-year anniversary. Yeah. Once again, that came out when I was in late high school. Yep. I do not need to know. Don't, stop doing anniversary shows for things. Yeah, I don't like this. Actually. Like this one, I remember my older cousins who were probably, when I was like maybe eight when this came out, were probably in their like late teens. They had the Get Rich or Die. Like, yeah. The the photo of 50 Cent with like the bullet hole yeah, in the everyone glass. Everyone knows. Everyone yeah, knows. He, they had that poster. My, my cousin Ryan and had it in his room, and I remember getting in trouble for singing PIMP because yeah. my dad's like, mm-hmm. "What does that mean?" And I'm it's like, well, I, don't know. "I don't know what PIMP mm-hmm. means. Mm-hmm. I do now." And why was I singing that? But like, Twenty One Questions is on that album. This is a great album that I very much remember coming out twenty years ago. Yeah, is when it came out. Ugh. This is not. Why are they nostalgia acts work? Yeah, they do work. We've yeah. seen that countless times over the last five years. There's been big like Aquas toured, the Venga yeah. Boys toured, Backstreet Boys were here earlier in the year. We went. Nostalgia works. It's a great marketing tool. Unless you put a time on it, and yeah. then everyone feels ancient, and they're no, like, oh, I probably shouldn't be going to that. I'm too bloody old. I'm scared that in, like, 2020, or no, it'll be, like, 2047 or whatever, there'll be, like, the 20-year anniversary of, like, Justin Bieber's yeah, pur- purpose or whatever. And he'll cancel that tour as yeah, well. He'll well, and I'll be, but that'll be a weird thing where I'm like the same age as Justin Bieber. So I'm like, can you believe you released that 20 years ago? And he's like, I know. And I'm like, yeah, I can't. We were the same age. We were doing different things. You know what's smart? And this is why I know I'm right about this yeah. and not wrong at all. Kiss. ACDC, yep. they don't do this. No, 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 they no. They just no. say it's the last time we're yeah, coming, guys. Yeah, yeah, guys. Because if we put the age on this, yeah. the Rolling Stones don't do a 45-year <laughs> reunion. To, it'd make everyone terribly sad. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. For region workers, compensation specialists, Malaganas, Edwards-Johnson, Canberra's Hit 104.7.